1: Okay. yeah i had some problems with the Live. phone line oh. okay we get we got the phone lines back up my phone reset <laughs> but yeah like i would i would see like fire in the sky mm-hmm. you know there was another another show um what was that Um uh, uh communion was a big one and with uh whitley Strieber, that was <laughs> don't look it up <laughs>
0: But they never heard
1: of it. Don't look it up. But I took some of those uh, scenes and kind of reworked them into that new video. So definitely check it out. But no, I've had I had some instances like that that were uh, pretty pretty crazy that I had to uh, get over that fear.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure, like in the
1: back of your mind, like even though you want it to, you want something to happen, you want to make contact, but then it's like, oh lord, I'm thinking to be taken away and never be brought back. You know, like that was a legit fear. (laughs)
0: yeah yeah, i'm pretty sure like getting over that fear was like one step of seeing into that and seeing into the the spiritual realm because you know whenever i mentioned that that thing on thursday i'm pretty sure that was like the first demon i've seen probably since i was six I, i don't i don't even remember that yeah so the fact that i looked over see this thing crawling like did i just see that any, anything else that I've seen, like, you know, it's, it's always been, well, I guess, what, what they call shadow people, always in the corner of your eye.
1: Yeah, somebody was asking about that. Um, Adam was asking about that. Yeah. Uh,
0: those are the only times I've actually kind of caught something, you know, you see something in the corner of your eye and you move and you know, turn to look and there's nothing there. Yeah. But seeing that, that thing there, that um, burger stay, I'm like, with the current. So yeah. that was... But I, I'm pretty sure that's just like a stepping stone of getting there. But all of his timing, and I'm I'm not in any rush. It is I know of people that see in that realm 24 seven. They say it can get overwhelming.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, they drive you mad if you don't know how to. I mean, just think we're talking about the having someone to 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 talk to. Um. <laughs> oh wow. I'm I'm reading some of these comments while I'm trying to hold a conversation, and uh, <laughs> Carolyn says that she had. Uh, I'm I'm so scared of c- communion. I had to hide the alpha pick truth because I was scared of it. That, <laughs> it is kind. Of, you know what? And I don't want. I'm the last person to to push a fear of aliens. Like I'm <laughs> I'm for the one. Like, let's make peaceful contact. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it, it's it's funny that I, I did one that was more of on kind of based off of a horror, um, uh, spin on it. Um, but, uh, it's interesting. I want to do a podcast. I mentioned this earlier. I want to do a full podcast where I go into detail about that video, because like some of those scenes that's in that video, I pulled out of the dream state. Like um, when I, when I was, uh, um,
0: the one that you just put out. Yeah. Okay. there's
1: a scene in there with my daughter and it was a nightmare. Scared, the, scared the hell out of me. But I um I had I had a nightmare of that years ago when I first got into ufology and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh but I I turn around and put it in the video, man. Make something creative out of it, something beautiful mm-hmm. out of it. You know what I'm saying? Something mm-hmm. something cool. I say it's beautiful, but anyway, um well, make sure, sure you poor can be beautiful
0: because you like look at look at Revelations. Yeah. Oh what I can't remember. Book. yeah. Saying the guy that uh you interviewed I think several months ago where he says that he believes that his uh, that the one of the Lord's favorite genres is, is horror, just because of the imagery that's in like Daniel and Revelation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Gadawa, Brian Gadawa. Yeah. No, that was good. That's, that's a, a, yeah, no doubt. I'm gonna go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. So, we got a couple people on the line. I think this is uh brother Reggie calling from Georgia. You there, Reggie? Hold on. Let's see.
0: It's,
2: I'm still showing on the
1: screen. Are you there, Reggie? Can you hear me now? Sure do. There
2: Got you go, brother. Yo. What's up? What's up, brother?
1: How you Welcome doing? to the show, man. We're doing great, man. We're talking about, you know, these crazy uh, <laughs> church experiences and church people and having it all figured out and things like that. And there's some, there's, we have a mutual inside joke. And every time I talk to you, I go into the voice of this guy. Um, <laughs> talk, the apostle. talk a little bit, man. talk <laughs> a little bit apostle. about the apostle because dude, I, I use him in a lot of scenarios of how far and how seriously you can take this religious experience and, uh, and go far out there. That's pretty far out there. When we talk about the apostles, yeah. talk about this this guy that uh, that you met, and I, I ran into him somehow. I, I, I really forget the, the full story, but the interactions we had oh, with man. this guy was insane. Talk a little bit man, about that that, that guy. A,
2: yeah, this is a fun story. It was almost ten years ago. Um, it was actually what was it about two thousand nine, so nine years ago.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I had moved from Mobile, Alabama, where I met Derek and. Uh, we met via MySpace back before Facebook was a thing and we had hooked up a few times and you know and then I moved <clears> to Mississippi and I actually became part of a church there um but somehow so this is kind of how it went down a guy that I knew and I I wouldn't say I was mentoring him but he was like you could say he was like a younger spiritual brother if you will and he was like kind of bumping up to me you know and stuff like that so when I moved out of town, he called me um, and said, Hey man, I ran into this guy. And he says, he's like, he's apostle. He's an apostle of Jesus Christ. And so he started telling me how this guy came to town and he lives off the land. He, he basically took a vow of poverty. And it's just some of his family and his, I don't know, eight kids or however many kids he has. And, and <laughs> basically, basically he, he said that the guy was from Meridian Mississippi where I had moved to and that he had come down there, I guess, and, to to proselyte. I don't know. Pros- I don't know if he was looking for converts or whatever. I guess that's what people like that are always doing. But um, yeah. he came down there and he somehow met uh, this particular guy that called me. I won't name names, but he said that he somehow met him and was talking to him and said, "Hey man, I want to disciple you uh, uh, under you rather. I want to learn from you." And this this guy who called himself an apostle said, "Okay, well that's fine, that's great, but you need to go sell everything you have." and give your money to the poor and come follow me was basically what he said to him and and i was like oh wow dude that sounds like he i mean i was like that's cool it kind of sounds like jesus or whatever but you know i don't he said yeah you know in the, the you know you remember when the apostles started the first church you know um everybody all the, all the members of the church were selling all their belongings and bringing the money and laying it down at the apostles' feet and i can't remember 100 if he had if he had told my friend to go sell his money, go sell everything he had and bring him the money. Or if he said, go give your money to the poor, <laughs> I can't remember. But it wouldn't surprise me either way. But, um, but again, this is nine years ago. And, and he said, you know, I really, he said, I don't know, man. He said, I, I, I really uh, wish I had somebody. And I, I kind of asked him a few questions. And he's like, he said, I wish I had somebody could talk to him. But I took him to my pastor, and my pastor ran from him. And he what? won't talk to him. And he said, and he he said, I feel like I'm a sheep that's just kind of been kind of left left out to whatever. Whether he's a wolf or not, I don't know. But he said it really it really is like, dang dude, you know, you're my pastor. You're supposed to be my shepherd, and you just kind of left me hanging out here. And I I, I mean, he even brought him to the church and everything like that, and that didn't go over too well, obviously. But um, so I said, well, give me his number. I'll call him. So anyway, so I I, I touched base with him, and again, he he claimed. Long the long story, I guess I can condense it down a little bit of bridge version, but he basically said he is he was the apostle. And he kept quoting the apostle (laughs) not not just an apostle. Right, right. He he and he was quoting scripture from Jeremiah, I think, where he said all the shepherds have gone astray and they've all lost their way. (laughs) And he and you know he's like yeah, he's like, and, and he and he and he kept referring to that. He kept referring to the fact that he's read the Bible 168 times, or I can't remember how much. And and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's nice. But um, so I kind of struck up a conversation with him, and I I really, and I'll be honest with you, I, I I'm kind of naive to my hurt sometimes, and I, I I I was really empathizing with him, you know, and saying, look, man, I understand because I was at a place where Derek, you knew me back then, I was like. Ready to just sell it all and you know, and just go yeah. fo- follow after Jesus, you know. And and it was like, um, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. Like I saw him doing that. I'm like, man, that's the kind of passion I I feel, you know. That's the kind of zeal I want. So I I started talking to him and and sharing some stuff with him, and I was in I was kind of entering entering into a different phase of my walk and kind of going in the direction of like you know messianic judaism in that time and not so much christianity but that was a long that's a long story there but I started he kind of basically related to me where I was but then it was weird man because he was trying to tell me that that god led me to him right but then whenever I would start telling him okay well god spoke to me and told me this and god spoke to me and told me that and God said this, sharing my testimony with him, and he said, "Well, he said, you know, I don't, I hate the busty verbal your bubble, but you think you're hearing from God, but you're not." And I'm, and so he basically made it out like nobody's hearing from God but him. But then he's going to turn. So I was like, okay, so, so brother, if if I'm not hearing from God, then how do I know God led me here? You know? So that's that's kind of like mm-hmm. a, you know, so it, it really contradicts itself. So where you came into play, uh, brother Truth is uh I think we got on the phone, and I was talking to you, I was like, man, I've been talking to this weird dude and and the reason I would be telling you about it is because man, you were like hooking me up on three way calls with all kinds of people from all over the place. And I was meeting some interesting characters, you know, through you. And so I was like <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, dude, let me dude, I've been talking to this guy. He says he's an apostle. He's like I think he's kinda out of his mind, man, a little bit. I mean, I I, I don't know. Like I don't want to I I don't want to say that, but I was feeling that and I was feeling Like he, um, something wasn't right about the guy. So then you were like, well, give me his number. I'll call him. (laughs) And it went from there, man. It went from there. But that's where I think you kind of hopped in, man. But it ended up, um, your story takes off from there, but I can say that my story ended whenever, all right, so he came back to Meridian, and they had their little church or whatever. I don't know. It maybe consisted of him and his family and maybe one or two other people who sold all their possessions and followed him. But uh, uh, he, he was like – he called me or texted me or something I was like, hey, come join us for fellowship because I was talking to him, you know, uh, on a regular basis. And I think he was trying to like, you know, kind of, uh, if you will, convert me to whatever he is. And, um, and, and so I went to my church, right, and um, he was texting me while I was sitting there in church. And I, so I texted him back. I said, well, I'm actually at my church. And he's like, oh, you've you found another fellowship of truth. Well, tell us where it is, and we'll come there. And I was like, yeah. oh, heck no. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happened, dude.
1: Because,
2: I mean, there's been, like, nothing but chaos. And, and yeah, it's been pretty. He got I, I in, like, a
1: standoff with the police and stuff because his family, his kids, yeah. he made the news because his family got sick, and he wouldn't take them to the hospital because he didn't yeah. want them shooting them up with them and stuff and they his kids were dying and stuff and yeah it so they, was pretty yeah pretty intense
2: hey, i i had talked to just i had talked to several people that knew him i actually had people that found out that i was talking to him calling me so i don't know if, if my friend back in mobile was giving my number out or whatever but i had people start calling me it's like hey it's man, what world. did you feel from yeah it's like what did you feel for me man i felt like he was possessed by a devil and all this and i'm like I was like, well, yeah, and then I started hearing stories and stuff and the, just the kind of chaos and stuff that followed him, and I was like, you're, you're yeah. not coming here, man. So then he started calling me and blowing up my phone and texting me, and they left me, like, 18 voice messages back-to-back. I'm not kidding.
1: That's crazy. That, that it's spanned to be, oh, like, like
2: he, an he would hour. Call,
1: I think you I think let me hear him on three-way, because that's why I do the I do the uh, the impersonation. No. You say, Brother Reg, it's yeah. me, Yeah apostle. Yeah. Give me a call nope. if you want to know what God's saying. Oh God. Isn't he what just is like back to back. Brother Reds, yeah, I'm yeah. calling again. God told me to call you. You know, it's like what? You
2: think you're testing us, but you're the one being tested. You know, and stuff like that. Yeah. If you decide to repent, we'll take you back unless you're a reprobate. Yeah. I'm like I'm just like, Really, dude? <laughs> and so I just let him I just let him go. But I I think I think maybe you had a few conversations with him, but I mean, again, that's that, it. Just that's it just
1: goes to show, man. Like he he lives out there in the woods, you know, and uh and he travels on foot with his family and few disciples that he has, and uh, that just shows you how seriously you can take yourself. And I've 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 gotten out there on some religious stuff, you know, and wanting to be separate and wanting to give everything to follow Jesus, like it was in the Bible, right? I mean, right. You know, we look at the Bible and we look at Westernized Christianity, and we're like, hold on, something doesn't add up but we had the super, supernatural encounter with God mm-hmm. through the person of Jesus Christ. And we know that to be truth. And so that just sets us on this truth-seeking journey from that point on. And uh, you're open to a lot of stuff because, you know, you kind of throw off one bondage, which is the world and, and, and th- those things, whatever that consists of for you when you was in the world. You give that up for Jesus, but then you receive another bondage, which is the bondage of, religio, which means to bind or hold back, which is the Latin word for religion. You know what I'm saying? No, to, to, to bind you. I've, and, and, I've, so, I'm right there with you.
2: I'm right there with you, brother. Mm. I, I did the exact same thing and I've done it. And, and i maybe not to the extreme of this apostle, but I mean, I've, I've felt it in me and I've done it. And, and I think it's just ego, man. I just think it was like somebody else.
1: There's somebody, there was somebody else, Reggie, that, uh, that we were mutual friends and we ran into him. I think I invited you to a Bible study that he led, maybe. Um, he had a song called Ha Ha. What? Ah,
2: oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. The King the King James only guy. Yeah, I remember him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was his name again? Uh, Gene, Brother Gene.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember
1: him. Brother Gene, um, Gene Duffy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened
1: to him? Is he is he still uh, you know, still, making still CDs and stuff? Yeah, he's still doing that. Uh, yep. They they go and they do street ministry and street preaching and stuff. But um, yeah, that that guy he's an, he's another one um who just gets way out there and uh, you know he's an older gentleman now and 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 it, it's his duty. And I always mess with my wife joking, but it's a fear in the back of my mind that one day I'm going to end up like one of these guys. You know what I'm know. saying? <laughs> yeah. Lose everything. Yeah. And just stay like, grounded,
2: brother. Just stay grounded.
1: Just like, the, just like you know, at the end of your life, the final years that you have, you're like, you have to make it up to God. So he goes to Walmart and preaches with, on a loudspeaker. He goes downtown to preach. and He goes anywhere he can to preach. And it's almost like this duty that he owes, like a debt he owes to God or something. It's like, because we see him all the time, you know, and I'm, I mess with my wife. I say, yeah, that's going to be me. I, I know I shouldn't be speaking that over myself, yeah. but I, I jokingly. <laughs> but uh, but I see it's sad to I'm
0: me. <laughs> it's
1: sad to me though that they that they owe that to God to go out there and do that and uh, and, but it, because this guy will go out there with nobody listening, like and it's, it it gets gets weird, like it gets the weird, delusional that like, you go out mm-hmm. to a field with nobody listening to you and start preaching on a loudspeaker, like if you're gonna do it, go to where the people are.
2: Yeah, and the I'm universe. Saying, like, yeah, the tackle. universe is so much bigger than us, man. It's like you can't mm-hmm. you can't isolate yourself like that and develop your whole worldview based on your isolation, man. Because it's always like, yep, yeah. You know, what you, what do you have? What do you have to draw from other than ego? You know, it just be be kind of I don't know. You paint yourself into a very small corner of the universe that way.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, so many people do it, and they say, like, man, nobody understands me. That's a lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the only one who's going through this. You don't know what I'm going through. No, that's that's definitely a lie. There's no way possible that you're the only one who's ever experienced that. I mean, just look at this type of platform we have here on this podcast now that people are – it's a beacon. Like, the, the people who have similar stories, they're kind of drawn to to, to this show, man, who have been to those – churches in the backwoods, you know, who had those weird religious encounters where they those reasons they should give up or whatever, but then they find out that they're not alone. You know what I'm saying? But with you if if you if you, if you I, I isolate yourself, it's easy to kind of get into that pity party. Nobody understands me and nobody believes in my calling or whatever the case is. But then you gotta you gotta put yourself around like minded people. People who have uh you know what I'm saying a vision who's similar to you not where everybody's competing and man there's all kind of stuff like that going on in these these churches man <laughs> mm-hmm. hey you're
2: right you're right on there brother you're right on there but i guess like if you're asking I, i've always thought of it and i I mean this may be one-sided but i've kind of asked myself because i have done that before you said no one else believes in my calling or yep. nobody knows what i'm going through uh, why do i need everybody else to get it you know that my question is like, do I, do I believe in it? You know? And if, if you do, you do, if you don't, you don't. And so I don't know. That's kind of what it, I know that we feed off the energy of others. And I get that. But at the same time, I'm thinking, man, if you know like what you're, what you're doing or feeling called to do is like, I have to do this or I'm going to miss my purpose in life, then do it if you do it alone, you know? And I think you'll see like the, you'll see the benefits of it come later. Sometimes you you don't see it, um, but, but like the ripple effect and mm. the people that you're touching um, yeah. is really like you just see like the tip of the iceberg in your lifetime, you know?
1: Yeah, I think because secretly um, those us, us winning those people over or getting them to agree with us. And it gets harder when you go further out and away from, you know, the traditional stuff. You could be right, you know, but. Um, getting other people to kind of believe you, it brings forth like an inward validation of your belief system, and right. you're not wrong because you've won these many people over, or this person believes you, and you know what I'm saying, and um, that I mean, that's the whole thing of christianism of trying to like win people over to doctrinal issues, doctrinal issues that don't matter, like little stupid stuff that people split and have schisms over, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, But they, but it means enough to them to get you to believe everything that they believe um that they're willing to break fellowship if you don't you know that's the kind of weird stuff that it gets into
2: yeah man we were kind of uh talking about that one time before about how basically i mean and i don't like using this word loosely but you know a lot of religion and a lot of modern day if you will fundamentalist christianity can be that it can be like uh, mm-hmm. basically repackaged uh, Gnosticism where basically your status, your spiritual status is based on your knowledge. And what that's why, and, yeah, and it's like, well, heck, you don't know, you don't understand God the way I do, or you don't believe what I yeah. believe, so you're, you're you're damned. And I'm like, well, you know, last I checked, none of us had this all figured out, and none of us had the full picture, and even the possible that we mm-hmm. all see in part, right? And so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, um, why, why, whenever we get into that, hey, you got to believe what I believe, and you got to see the universe and the Creator the way that I see it and believe it. And if you disagree, then I'm going to break fellowship with you. That just comes from insecurity and immaturity. It doesn't come from knowing thyself, you know. It doesn't come from being solid mm-hmm. in who you are, and in your relationship mm-hmm. with 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 the Christ, you know.
0: Anything that's outside of our box, we, um,
1: we automatically uh, throw it out. Mm-hmm. We got a, uh, another caller here from uh, says Southeast Texas. Caller, who we speaking with? Welcome to the show. Someone calling from Southeast Texas. Okay. Maybe they just wanted to listen. But Yeah man, it's uh it's just about making this stuff tangible and uh you can get way out there. You get it, you know we, we talk about our, our friend who's out there doing that stuff and preaching on the street corners and to uh, you know falling upon deaf ears, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um he this is the same guy who's you know his 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 gospel is the 1611 version like He'll he'll go. It just gets so weird, man. There's so so many delusions, bro. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many delusional people, um, who are drunk off the wine of their own doctrine, man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this guy he he goes up to unbelievers in the street who are drunk,
0: yeah,
1: asking them what what kind of Bible do they have in their house, and they say, "Well, I have an NIV," and then he goes in a dialogue how that's demonic and you need to get a King James version because it's the only correct version. It's like that's how he's like. That's his plight now. You know what I'm saying. That's his. Well, whatever it meant whatever helps you get through the day, man. You know, it's something out there for everybody, though. I guess. You know, it helps him. He feels like yeah. he's doing his service to mankind, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And yep. <laughs> can't knock it. I guess. You know. Uh,
0: no, like my, I know like my. strange it is. My two preferreds are uh, NASB and MEB. but like pretty much, you got a Bible, good, read it.
1: Mm-hmm, Yep. Yeah, I prefer. Uh, people ask me all the time. I I, I still stick with King James, but uh, I like to go into other versions as well. ESV, I, NIV, uh, Amplified. ESV is a really good version. There's some cool. There's some cool uh, versions out there. So. Yeah. Let's start that one. Well, with that, man, you still there, Reg? Reginald. Yep. Are you still yep, there? Okay. Yeah, brother. Cool, cool. I'm still here, bro. I'm still here, brother.
2: Sorry, I I, I went ahead. Yeah, i, and I w- when you swap swapped over, I, I muted my mic and so I had to get over okay. to it.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, bro, we got we gotta have you on, a sh- on on here to come on here and share your story, man, for a full episode, bro. You gotta schedule it. Let's make it happen. That sounds good to me, brother. <laughs> I'd love to do it. Ah uh, man, hey, talk a little bit about the green bible. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs>
2: No, that was you, brother. That was your joke. <laughs> no, I think I think I you called me up and left me a, a voicemail, and you're talking about giving me some green, talking about them kids, give some green Bibles to the kids to hand out or something. I don't remember what you were saying, man. But that was some funny <laughs> that was stuff, right? Bro. That was
1: Brother Wayne before he was uh
2: before he <laughs> before was Brother he was Wayne, a, yeah. Before he was a YouTube star, right? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, like so all my That's channel deleted stuff, from it was. It was beautiful, man. I hate I lost all that stuff. Yeah. Ah, man. Yeah, Quit playing with ah, man, <laughs> yeah, man that went ahead here cut me on my head. That's I think that's part of the... Some of this stuff gets delusional. We could, I could bring that up. I'm not going to say anybody's names, but if you know the uh, personation I just did, I sound just like him, I know. Well, we had a friend. We was in a, a for, and I love this here brother. We were praying for some people and stuff, and demons were being cast out. And then this guy gets up, and he's holding his head. He's like, ah, man, one of them had cut me. Did y'all get cut? We're like, what? Did y'all get cut? Did y'all get cut? He said, a demon had flew by and cut me in my head. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh. man, <laughs> like, hey,
2: I mean, the mind, we're the mind can out create,
1: there, but this is- <laughs> yeah,
2: we can create some interesting oh, fantasies with this uh, mind that God gave us, you know? It's pretty Look, crazy. Man, you start talking about." Go ahead. No, I was just saying. You tell yourself something long enough, you begin to believe it, you know. Yes. Which I've, I've been, I've been victim of my own folly there too. So.
1: Yeah. Um. I get. I've gotten messages over the years from having somewhat of a platform of, from like all kind of weird people. A lot of people who um, I don't want to make fun of them, but people who are on medications and who you know have stuff wrong with them upstairs and stuff and and. I say that my music creates a safe haven for some of those people, but I think some of these churches do too. You know what I'm saying? For the delusional people to have a platform and be okay. You know what I'm saying? So there's some of the crazies who kind of, they're not just in Islam. They're not just in the new age. They're in Christianity as well. Yeah, I so remember. I have right. some of those people, people who, who are like reaching out to me and I had one woman, and I hate to even say this because I have fear that this woman's watching this stuff. It's insane, but I don't fear. But I don't want her to watch. If you watch, but this chick just like obsessed with this stuff, right? And you know uh, who you are. she was Stop like, um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh
1: all of a sudden, ten ten women quit
2: watching. <laughs> oh,
1: so, but th- this lady, you no, know, she was kind of like sending me messages and stuff, talking about uh the Illuminati, um, and the Masons, um. Have ordained us to be together, and that my my wife isn't the person that God chose for me and stuff. You know what I'm saying?
2: It gets into some
1: some some uh, my weird stuff, and like your mind can kind of like how how fanatic can these fans get? I mean, we've seen stories and weird stuff that happens, and uh, but no, like and then I have have had other people who uh, message me and tell me that they're um um my mother from a past life. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm your mother from a past life. And I'm just, I just brushed it off. Like, I don't think you are, you know, it's okay though. You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's an older lady. She's like, no, I'm your mother. And God sent me here to watch over you. And she's like, don't you make fun of me. I'm your mother. I was your mother. And I'm like, okay, mom, thanks, mom. <laughs> you know? and, like, and then I get other people who message me and say, Hey brother, I want to meet you tonight in a vortex in the dream state. I'm going to come through vortex and i'm gonna astral travel over there and we're gonna hang out in the dream state me you and like some celebrity and i'm like man these people are are crazy you know but and that's some of the the delusions that you can entertain with your mind man but here's the here's the here's the the tricker what if okay and then another guy hit me up say he's the archangel michael and he just and he says okay do you believe me bro and i'm like you hit me up on facebook messenger telling me all this weird stuff you ask me if I believe you. I say, if you are, show me a sign. Like, won't you fly over here? Or, you know, give me an apparition. Make me, let me believe, you know. know I don't believe you. And so what if we get to heaven, we stand before God, and God says, Derek, I had much to show you. Um, I sent the archangel Michael unto you, and you didn't believe him. You made fun of him, and you said he was a crazy person. And then I sent your mother. Your mother traveled through another dimension in the time portal to tell you that she was watching over you and you didn't believe. Like, I know that's probably not going to happen, but that's the devil's advocate of the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Mm. Crazy stuff. Wh- who are we to say, though? I don't know. That could have been Michael. I doubt it. How did
2: it resonate with your knows? spirit when you f- whenever they were saying that stuff, man? What? Was it, like, resonating?
1: No. No, not at all. I mean, because, and that's the weird thing, because it is a bad – like, we do talk about some really intense stuff here that <laughs> – Okay, let's put it like this. This is the crazy thing. The way I look at those messages and those people, right? Mm-hmm. And they're out there to me. I don't believe them. The church people look at me like that. A true seeker says he's in contact with uh, angelic beings. He can summon UFOs. He's seen UFOs. and He hears God. And he's in the Kundalini. So they, you know, as I would look at these people who are maybe led astray or maybe watch too many movies or something, you know, like those, not, not the church people look at me, but you guys too. When you guys are talking about this stuff, they look at you like, uh, I'm not sure how much we had a a friend. I'm not sure. I'll say his name. Uh, uh, it was a a man named Ernesto. Did, Did you know much about that, Reggie, that whole incident with him?
2: Which, which one was that one?
1: His name was Ernesto. And, um, anyway, he was, in the church, he was talking about numerology and he got really far out there and he had to go to the doctor cause he wasn't taking his medicine, but he got in like weird stuff. Like he went and test drove a car and it was a white Porsche and, uh, he drove it to test drive it to act like he was going to buy. It. And he drove it to the church and he had a sword with him. He was driving around town saying that he was the second coming of Christ riding the white horse and well, he was going to, like, yeah. took the car, went to church. Like, he had to be, like, committed and stuff. And he was teaching and leading in churches. And, like, when all that so- stuff would happen, we looked at him like, yeah, he needs help. He's just way out there. He says he's just taking coming to Christ. He's driving, the, you know. And so the fear is that, like, those people look at me and you guys, too. Like I said, that you're those people who uh, are way out there and making it up and, you need help, and I can't believe people follow you. You know what I'm saying? That's the weird dichotomy of this whole thing, because it because we're we walk a fine line. Like yeah. some of this stuff, brother, I, it blows my mind daily. I don't even, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it is stuff out of movies. Like they do make movies about this stuff that we're talking about that we're into. Like it's in they make movie scripts about it. So um, it's crazy. It's far out there, man. But but there is a line like where do you draw the line where do you call the person i say hey look you're not my mom my mom's alive she's here with me i don't think that was you or how much do you entertain it gets dangerous there's healers and people out there who entertain this stuff and these people pay them money to come unto them and other people from seats of power and authority are telling them this stuff like that the, hey okay you're true seeker's mother like there's people who will go to sessions and they, like, fill their heads with this stuff. It's insane, brother. Like, that's the, the weird part. We talk, but we can't just say that we're clear of it all because we entertain some out, out there stuff to even have this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I would be dumbfounded to say they're crazy, but I'm the one who's fine. Mine, I'm good. I know how this stuff sounds. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's the weird dichotomy of it all, man. Where's the line uh reggie the the Bible it's the line Honestly, <laughs> well, I can, honestly. Tell, you, it's, I can it's,
2: tell you I can tell you this brother i I know that like for example, <laughs> the reason I can talk to somebody like you is because you talk and i mean i heard i listen I didn't get to jump in on the front end of the uh the the podcast tonight because interestingly enough, I had somebody from Mobile, Alabama call me and was wanting to talk about uh the you know the demonic realm and stuff, so that's kind of a separate story but I was thinking about like you know I heard you guys talking about like shadow people and then seeing an- angels and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen those things, and if I want to be honest about it, I could talk to somebody like Truth Seeker about it. You know, there are people out mm-hmm. there like yeah, man, I've experienced that too. But then there's like you said there this is, so this is a platform where we can say hey man you know if you have experienced or seen something like this. You could like these are things that like you go talk to your parents about and they tell you oh hush hush son we don't talk about that you know this is not <laughs> real It's probably just the devil trying to mess with your mind or whatever but then, mm-hmm. then every now and then you 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 run into that person who's on the same uh, the same level with you on the same vibration or whatever you want to call it same yep. channel and yep. you can and and why is that well because they've experienced the same thing hey I used to see shadow people in my room whenever I was a kid. All right. Scared the day. It scared me, man, because they were standing there watching me. And I'm like, I would go over there and try to touch them and I'd walk right through them and stuff like that. And I always thought it was like my dad standing in my doorway and I go into his room and there he is laying there sleeping and stuff. And and then I, I would see angelic beings, you know, um, peering around the corner and running in a field and stuff like that. And you tell people like that. I've I've had people laugh at me and stuff like that about. But then I, I mm-hmm. approach somebody like 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 Truth seeker, and I'm just like, hey man, you know, I'm listening to your stories, and I and I, I believe it. Now, is it something that that I can put get on a videotape or something and show to everybody else? No, maybe it is something that's happening in my spirit and in my mind. Maybe it is, but the fact is is that I acknowledge that that it has happened, and we can talk about these things. Mm-hmm. What are they, you know? And and as far as like you said, the line being drawn, it's kind of like. I mean, we li- just live a practical life, you know, stay grounded, stay down yeah, to earth, do, be, yeah. yeah, do what works.
1: Maintain, you know, I'm not yeah.
2: going to, is it practical to go start a monastery where we talk about these things or whatever, and only the people like us can come live there. I don't know if that's practical or not, but, but I mean, to have an avenue where people who are dealing with these questions and stuff and thinking, man, am I crazy? Mm-hmm. And um, they can't, like you said, they can't go to the church or, what, or the religious setting and, and talk about it. Heck, you can't even talk to, you can't even have these conversations over a beer with people. You know, people want to talk about sports and stuff. They don't <laughs> want to talk about all this stuff. And so every now and then, though, you run into people and they're like, yeah, man, yeah. What, you know, I've, I saw aliens or I've seen spaceships. or I've," And you're just like, okay, that's cool, man. Tell me about your experience. And I, I can deal with that. I'm, that doesn't scare yeah. me. But then, whenever they start acting weird and start trying to convert you to a cult, then I'm kind of like, all
1: right, that's not practical. Yeah. You know? sure. yeah. Yeah. I believe. I believe. So. So. I, this is. And I know this is subjective too, but um, we, we tell people to kind of have their, their relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? To 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 be led of the Holy Spirit, about any truth, any dogma that's coming your way, that you can uh, first of all, bear witness in your spirit with it, and then. Like as far out as we go, I still use the Bible as my plumb line. I really do, and the Bible has some beautiful things in it. it has some really deep things in it that people have no idea that's in there. We're talking about mm-hmm. some of the deep stuff, as divination, psychic abilities, like crazy stuff that we can't fathom. That's actually in there, and it's spoken of in a good light. Like I enjoy that stuff. So, the, so I still, if we're talking about aliens, we can get into the different types of angels and the different the watchers and the seraphim and the cherubim and the fiery serpents and the four living creatures and what you know there's so much to get into there that it opens up this this realm for us but um i still try to use that as my plumb line you know like that still is uh i filter everything through it you know And, and and it but my studying has led me to a point that I know that there's so much more in there and there's so much more of a spirit behind it. Um but so we have to test the spirits between with anybody. And yeah. but like I said, I think that is still subject to uh it's o- open for um subjection because one person says, Hey, I bear witness with it, I'm cool with it. The other person's like, No, stay away. You know, so there is that weird yeah. Who's right? Is, is the Holy Spirit speaking to you, or is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Yeah. Because you've studied a realm or a belief system, and you're open up to a little bit more. That gets into some of the, the delusions too. The Holy Spirit, God told me this. God told me that. God told me this, and then nothing pans out. How's God speaking to you, and you ain't ain't nothing panning out? Like, is God really speaking to you? Like, we throw that around in the charismatic churches. That shouldn't be thrown around like that. The Lord told me to tell you this. The Lord told me to tell you that that's your husband. Like I've seen this in churches. Mm-hmm. The Lord told me that that's your husband. Let me pray over you guys right now. I'm going to release this over you guys. Random people. A homosexual guy, honestly. Homosexual. Uh, parent, parent uh, a woman just got out of a bad breakup with, uh, with a homosexual trying to get his life together. You guys are meant to be. I see it right now in the spirit. I'm going to join you guys there. And then they try to hook them up and this guy's attracted to men and they join them together to get married. And, and they, it's a man, there's so much, this is the stuff we're talking about. Like I've been in this thing long enough to, to know this stuff exists, man. Like I've seen it and I've seen it fail miserably and and nobody know it. Like we should be able to like kind of throw up a, a flag of caution now. When we see stuff like this and not just entertain it, oh, my God, she said that she, God really told her that about you all. And, like, they, they, it's a breeding ground for this weird stuff that's not checked, even in, like, well-meaning churches and well-meaning circles, man. I've seen it a bunch of times. I've seen the pastors run off with the women in the congregation. With the, I've seen the pastor, pastor cash in his older woman for a, a new younger one who's, who's in, the, in the church. And everybody's cool with it. God had other plans, and they're just like, okay, whatever. It's like, no, hold on. We gotta have some. We do have to have a plumb line, man. We've got to have somewhere where we draw the line so and say, no, we're just yeah. not going to let everything fly. Even though we're open for so much, I don't let anything fly. There's stuff – I put up with a lot of stuff. Awesome. There, there, there's stuff that, I, that, that you don't want to see the bad side of me come out, like if you cross mm-hmm. a line. You know what I'm saying? I still have those lines with my family. You know what I'm saying with the things that I, I believe in. Of the, you know what I'm saying, fighting for the for for those who can't fight for themselves. You know what I'm saying. So, who being so also, open uh, but still being grounded. You know what I'm saying.
0: I think yeah, also I, uh, goes along the lines of um, of people not thinking for themselves. And I'm not saying you know thinking for yourself is questioning the Lord, you know. But there's a difference between hearing a, a supposed word from the Lord and applying that to the word of God versus hearing anything that someone tells you and then going with it without even asking any, any questions or, or checking with the word itself mm-hmm. because you know, Lord, you know, the, the Bible says that they, the Lord hates divorce. Yeah. And people are saying that, Oh, the Lord told me to divorce <laughs> the or <assumes> so and <laughs> marry
1: this person. Yeah. That
2: goes completely against his word.
1: Yeah. That's,
2: that's, that's where, like you said, um, Brother Truth, the, uh, the plumb line, man, is if you say that God or the Lord said this, which God, which Lord, you know? If you're saying it's the God of the scriptures, then it's going to be, you know, it's going to go by what the scriptures say. It's not going to violate that. If it violates exactly. that, then if we're going to be practical and intellectually <laughs> honest about it, it's the God of your own mind or the God of your own desire, whatever you want to call it psychologically you know Mm -hmm. and intellectually intellectually we can't say yeah we can't say if we're just being honest here we can't say well this Mm -hmm. is the god of this book because we're violating what that god in that book said that he he likes or dislikes you know
1: yep yep Mm -hmm. uh created a god in your own image in your own likeness yes sir what was that that uh God created God. man in His own image, and and then man did him a favor and created him in His.
2: Yeah, God. God, God, I, I, God created man in His own image, and men returned the favor. I think, yes. Yeah. yeah, man created. God, a God,
1: man creating a God. You know what? But that that it, it's true though, man. You know, and it, it it's it's true for us too. Yeah. It, it is true for us too. Okay. I know we it may sound bad, but we only can um, look at God to what knowledge of him or her that we have or it's whatever you want to call it um and and that's that's as far as god is going to go to uh, the the studying the depths that, that that we've uh perceived god um and and that's what it is it, that god is in the box it's in our box of, of what we can understand and what we can comprehend some some people can comprehend a lot more or a lot less and and then we, we, we get into the, the the fact that uh the god that you create in in your image is the god who uh, um, for all intents and purposes loves the things that you love and hates the things that you hate oh you don't like gay people well guess what God don't like gay people oh you want sinners to burn for eternity oh you're in luck God wants sinners to burn for all eternity you don't like wearing mixed fabrics guess what it's, <laughs> so it's a, it is a we're in a place now maybe maybe not in the beauty and essence of it but maybe that's why God sent Jesus right um, cause it is so messed up. It is so backward. We don't know which way is up and down anymore. Right. And so we, we're trying to figure it out as we go. Um, people tend to have these gods that endorse what what they endorse and like, Oh, you don't, you don't think people should eat pork? Well, guess what? God doesn't think people should eat pork either or meat. Okay. You know, and it's just what, and you can just fill in the blanks. Oh, you like tattoos. God likes tattoos. God says this, okay? Let me show you scriptures. Whatever the whatever the <laughs> circumstance is for you, like there's a Bible scripture that you can bend or that's vague. You know what I'm saying? That kind of prom- promotes it, and, and people tend to create that God in their own image. Even and they could be well-meaning people. Like I don't, I don't think those people are like like intentionally. Subconsciously, they are, but I think intent. In th- they're striving for truth, and the truth that they have found in their studies is that. God hates the wicked. You know, God will destroy the wicked, and God hates sinners, and how God hates this, and, you know, and then, and that's, that becomes their God, and how they perceive God, but then somebody else can look at the same text or or read more and say, you know what, God, it, it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all come to repentance, and He he's a life giver to all who will repent and turn from their sins, and you know what I'm saying? And so the way you interpret it, it goes... As far as as you've studied, and and we have to be careful, you know what I'm saying, and I and, and that's what has made me more open now, that I'm like, you know what, I'm like Paul, where he says, you know, this is my opinion, like I don't know about this, but I would give my opinion and say that this. So, um, go ahead.
2: you there, <laughs> Rob.
1: You still there, Reg?
2: Yeah, I'm
1: here, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't say anything. Okay. Okay, I heard some. I don't know some feedback or something, but yeah, man, that's it. You know, and I think we all have to be careful with that. And um, and uh, and it's it's a it's an ever it's an ever growing thing because, like you said, I mean, and in, in, I think me and Reg are good examples because we've known each other for so long and we've been on this journey together. Um, then there there was things that we would you know, fight for years ago, 10 years ago, that we wouldn't be caught dead. And we've had to apologize to people and to each other. Like me and Reggie to yeah. go at each other over all kinds yeah, of stuff, we, man. We, you know? we
2: have, we, we've parted ways and come back several times. <laughs> and I think, and, and I was, yeah, we talk about this all the time. It's like, man, you know, I didn't realize what I was doing. I thought I was doing the right thing, you know, but I was really, <clears throat> you know, wh- wh- who are, we, uh, what are we trying to protect? You know? Whenever we're like cutting people out of our lives. Oh, because, heck, I remember the first, one of the first disagreements we had, you were telling me every time I got on the phone with you, yeah, man, I've been reading the book of Enoch and about the watchers, <laughs> and, you know, and I'd be like, well, just be careful that you're not spending too much time doing that, brother, and, and, and read the Bible more, you know, and you're like, well, Rev, <laughs> don't you know that the Bible led me to read this, you know, this is why I'm reading this. And I was just like, okay, man, I'm just trying to say, be careful, <laughs> <laughs> and, and just stuff like that. But you gotta let you gotta let people go. You gotta let people walk their own path, man. And we're yeah. we take this this whole this whole accountability way too far, where it, it branches outside of, hey, are you living? You know, are you being good to your fellow man and being moral? Um, into, mm-hmm. hey, man, let me micromanage your spiritual walk, and it's got to line
1: up with mine. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because yeah, I think it goes back to what I, what I was saying earlier, just that it helps you feel validated that I'm right, because mm-hmm. Reg agrees with me, or Reg believes w- w- in the same doctrine I believe about the Trinity, and that's just an example. I mean, people die, or well, <laughs> people will fight you over that, and break fellowship, <laughs> because you believe that Jesus was God, or Jesus was the Son of God. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've had those conversations with people that I'm, I look forward to building with, and they're like, they drill you on these questions. Well, hold on, you said that Jesus was the son of God. No, he, well, he was God. I was like, well, it's essentially the same thing, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, it ain't. It ain't. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I see where this is going. And, and he's sure. sad, you know. But uh, there's a validation there when people do a, a, agree with those things, and that's mm-hmm. a part of proselytizing and trying to get people to come like, to you church. Well, it, you know, you know
2: when it, it doesn't, you want to call him God, the son of God, or Messiah, king, Whatever title you give him, I know that when I see him, I'm falling on my face, you know, so whatever title you give him, I know that he's he is he is uh definitely the ruler, you know he's the king, you know, so he's 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 in command of my life anyway,
1: <laughs> yep, definitely brother well, look man we're coming up on the end of the show. I enjoyed hanging out with both of you guys, Joshua. thanks for coming on, man. I know there's so much more we didn't even touch. We just touched the beginning of your story, and it just opens up so much much dialogue and stuff. But everybody listening, he's part of the family. Joshua Fluman is part of the family. The Gothic disciple. For some reason, I want to say Gnostic (laughs) disciple. The Gothic Gothic disciple. You guys check him out on on YouTube. Check out his channel. He's got some really deep stuff, um, but it's, it's really easy to understand. So I really like what he's doing. Make sure you guys subscribe to his YouTube channel. And all that good stuff. Um, he hangs out with us usually on Thursday nights in the School of the Mystics too. So if you guys want to hang out and have this discussion over there, make sure you guys do that. On uh, so be- become a patron and you get access to all that good stuff and all my entire archive of of um, music and extra podcasts and all that good stuff. So had to plug that. Thank you guys for supporting my work, Reggie. We got to have you on uh, and do a-, a whole show dedicated to your story, man, and kind of get into some of the details between our, our walk and how they kind of zigzag in and out over the years, you know, we're still here strong, so there's been so many oh. people come and go, brother, over the years, you know, and uh, we're still doing it, so.
2: That's that's true, thank you, brother, that would be a blessing, man.
1: Alright, with that, I'm going to say peace and shalom, everybody, I'm going to say a quick prayer before we get off of here, and I just definitely want to uh, say uh, hello to everybody in the chat room, uh, Jared, Adam, Matthew, uh, carolyn danny uh andrew jackson hayden all of you guys christy lee everybody hanging out in the chat room live on youtube um people who are listening to this on the podcasting end always want to know how they can uh join the chat room well we stream live on youtube and then it's uploaded to the podcast so subscribe to the youtube channel and there's the chat room on that um carolyn said that she uh lost her her kitten she has a, a cat that she's been taking care of for a long time and she talked with us last week about it and uh so just prayers going to um, carolyn and um hopefully that uh the lord bless you and keep you whatever you're going through just give you peace right now and uh and whatever you're you're going through dealing with the loss of a pet man that could be rough yeah i don't know how close you were but i know you spend a lot of time and a lot of money um, seeing into that cab. But like you said, I read your comments. You said God proved himself strong even through that whole situation. So I'm going to say a quick prayer right quick. Just bless us out. Um, Father, I thank you for your grace and for your mercy. I thank you for Jesus who came to die in our place, that he who knew no sin became sin, that we may be called the righteousness of God. Lord, I thank you that you call us righteous, you call us holy, and you call us as your own, God. Whoever needs a touch in their body, God, I ask you to touch their physical body right now. From the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, God, we just ask for peace and, and your presence to go, Father God, before them to heal them, God. Anybody who needs a, a touch in their mind, people are dealing with these thoughts that are running wild on them, and they can't, they can't close their eyes. They're seeing images. They're seeing, they're seeing death. They, they, they need help, God. I'm asking for peace right now in their mind that you silence the voice of the enemy, silence the voice of the accuser, and give them peace, God. You said you give us a peace. That surpasses all understanding that no man can give and no man can take away. I thank you that that's our inheritance, God. And I bless each and every one watching right now with that tangible peace. <sighs> Just receive it right now, that peace right now. Breathe in peace of God, rest of God right now in Jesus' mighty name. God, I thank you for breaking the yokes of bondages, God. Thank you for a hedge of protection that you send them forth right now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We'll do it again, gentlemen. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Shalom, shalom. See you. Peace. Yeah, bro, I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, that was good. Uh, awesome. That one
0: that that went a lot smoother than than uh, than what I had expected. Is you know I have no clue how, how it was gonna go. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is going pretty good. And you know, yeah. it's funny whenever I had the uh, the uh, off the word document up here is you know so I can go back to referred and right when this thing is starting, I heard Lord said, "Put that down, let me talk." I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah i mean that's how it usually is you got to kind of be prepared for something but then be prepared to kind of follow the spirit and whatever happens i think we touched on some good stuff i agree and still promoted your channel and what you're doing and promoted you you know what i'm saying so that's what it's about so yeah man we'll do